This episode is brought to you by Novello Mattresses, where comfort meets innovation, giving you the perfect night's sleep you've been dreaming of. Are you tired of tossing and turning all night, struggling to find a comfortable position? Look no further than Novilla Mattresses, the ultimate sleep solution designed with your comfort in mind. Experience the luxury of a good night's sleep with Novilla's advanced mattress technology. Their mattresses are crafted using the finest materials, providing the perfect balance of support and softness. Whether you prefer a plush feel or a firmer surface, Novilla has a mattress that caters to your unique sleep preference. But what sets Novilla apart from the rest? It's their commitment to innovation and quality. Each mattress is thoughtfully engineered to provide optimal spinal alignment, reducing pressure points, and ensuring you wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated every morning. Say goodbye to restless nights and hello to blissful sleep with Novilla's cutting-edge cooling technology. Their mattresses are designed to regulate temperature, keeping you cool and comfortable throughout the night. No more waking up in a sweat, just pure, uninterrupted sleep. Worried about allergens and dust mites? Don't be. Novilla mattresses are hypoallergenic and resistant to common allergens, ensuring a healthier sleep environment for you and your loved ones. And here's the best part. Novilla is committed to affordability. They believe that everyone deserves a great night's sleep without breaking the bank. That's why their mattresses are competitively priced, giving you the best value for your money. But don't just take our word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already made the switch to Novilla. Even when your mom comes to my place, just know she's getting a great night's sleep, among other things. <laughs> Experience the difference for yourself and discover what it truly means to sleep like you've never slept before. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% off any purchase you make through Novilla directly. Ready to transform your sleep experience? Visit their website today and choose the Novilla mattress that suits your needs. Your journey to a better night's sleep starts now with Novilla mattresses. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you want it the most, there's no easy way out. When you're ready to go and your heart's left in doubt, don't give up on your faith, but come to those who believe it. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Hello. What is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lords, trademark favorite podcast. <clears throat> Welcome to the show today, folks. Uh, what's been going on with me? What's been going on? I have uh, I have a kind of disappointing story to tell. Disappointing, what brand of disappointing of a story do I have to tell today? It's this brand. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's the, it's the I played myself kind of story. So, bad news, everyone, because uh, this show is about me. So, strap in for the next hour to two hours of everything I'm about to say. So, uh, I was at a store, was picking up, like, you know, toiletries, like toothpaste and shit. And a guy walks into the aisle, and he also has a girl with him, so clearly he's trying to impress her. This this asshole, he decides to go to me. Uh, so I'm in like the toothpaste aisle. Hey man, the hair gel's in the other aisle. And I was like, oh, haha, I'm good. You know, just being a dick. You know, just being normal. Uh, like how normal people interact. Uh, not bringing up uh, random shit and trying to like, you know, just be a little sassy boy in uh, in the store. But uh, the problem is, uh, the, the real problem that I realized is 
Uh, I had a good comeback later. Uh, y'all ever have one of those moments where, you know, you're, you, you're waiting, you know, there's a, uh, you have a good comeback, but you only think about it later, like, you know, in the shower or before bed and shit like that. Well, that happened to me. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yep, I, I played myself. Here was the comeback I would have had. Uh, so he asked me, he's like, hey man, hair gel's in the other aisle. And first of all, uh, we're going to get back to the hair gel, but what, what I would say is, is I'm like, no nah, man, I got plenty at your mom's house when I fuck her. You know, something similar to that, you know, I just got, you got to land the timing correctly. But uh, timing is everything. I can't, if I could rewind time, that's 100%. Uh, like, you can rewind time, but you can only go back like, a week tops. And they're like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to end this man's existence. Because, uh, I don't know, like on this show, you know, I can be a dick, but that's kind of like the whole performance art of everything and like what I do on this show. Uh, but in real life, uh, I'm way too nice to people. And I think way too nice, way too kind. And uh, yeah, it's a problem. Something I go over with my therapist, but God damn, I wish I would have uh, got that guy good, you know, you know, when in doubt, you can always say you're fucking someone's mom, man, woman, non-binary, uh, Gleox, you know, the, the three-headed dragons from, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I think that's a gender now, if I'm not sure, Gleox, there are new inventions, right, I haven't played a ton of Zelda games, but I played, I finished, to, basically all I have to do left in Tears of the Kingdom is, uh, defeat, uh, Ganondorf or Ganon. I don't know. The Tears of the uh, Breath of the Wild, it was Ganon, but then they're like Ganondorf, the Demon King, shit like that. And you know, it's like, I think I want to finish every shrine. I'm like less than, I'm probably single digits now on how many shrines I have left in Tears of the Kingdom. But I did say, we're going to go back to the hair gel shit. Now, if you're, if you know anything about hair, you know that hair gel is probably the worst of all products to use for your hair like it's just it'll give you that you know greasy kind of wet look and you know like the spiky hair that doesn't look like natural hair it looks crisp and stuff like that that's what hair gel does and if you actually want like what I have in my hair or what any like anyone else with cool hair has you have to get a product like a pomade that's a classic most people know about pomades uh, but those are more for like the classic slick back I usually like a lot of volume in my hair uh, because I am better than you. I identify as a fucking threat. And I typically use a hair clay. I've been really rocking Lockhart's, uh, Lockhart's, uh, matte clay. And I remember for a while in the packaging it said, it has a lot of good hold, I'm gonna tell you. Hold is great, and text, everything about it is great, and it's cheaper than a lot of other good ones, too. Uh, so, we like that hair clay. There's, uh, pomades, I mentioned that. There's hair creams, which that's very much, that's a, a very lightweight kind of stuff that makes your hair give a natural look. Uh, and yeah, I think, I mean, like there's plenty of other things too that'll help you out, but yeah, only like kids use hair gel. Like I hate, you know, and, uh, I kind of wish I could just ruin that guy's life. You know, you ever just wish you could ruin someone's, I don't know. Do I want to ruin his life? No, I don't want to ruin his life. I'm sorry about that. And we're not going to edit that out. I want to embarrass him and upset him. That's all I really want to do. Because, you know, just uh, the fact that I have to think about this like a couple days later means that I should probably go out for revenge, you know? 
isn't revenge the best? Was it? No, it's lying is the best thing a girl can do with her clothes on. You're like, what episode of Lazy Town is this? You know? Uh, that is a weird movie. That That's just a weird scene. You know, out of context. I don't even know what movie that is. I probably need to look it up. It's Natalie Portman. I know that. Uh, but she's like wearing like a pink wig. And he's like, lying's the most fun a girl can have with her clothes on. And I don't know if that came before or after the Panic at the Disco song. But I digress. I think that's, I think that's a little... Uh, too much, uh, too much random information for me today. Um, but yeah, thank you for clicking on my dumb fucking face and welcome to the show. We got more, we got more coming. This is going to be our best episode ever. I can guarantee it. Make sure you, you're following me, uh, wherever you first get your music. I have an announcement, uh, AKA big things coming. Oh, not talking about your mom. Oh, That is my favorite joke I came up with. That is my favorite joke. Uh, You know, um, the announcement will come next episode. You'll, by next episode, you'll hear the announcement. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on, but I have an announcement. Big things coming, you know, and I'm not talking about your mom. Ah. I'm too funny. So make sure you're checking me out there wherever you're streaming music at. Uh, basically, you know, all of them. I should be on all of them. I, when I submit it, I click every box. I just, you know, just in case, you know. It's like you hear the see the most random streaming server. You're like, just in case, you know. Like you don't see any royalty money coming from there, but like, you know. I have like, no, I shouldn't say that. I was going to tell you how much money I had in my streaming account. And look. I'm not, I don't put my music up on streaming for, to make money. It's for a lot of other reasons, but, uh, okay, never mind. We're going to move on. Follow me on social media, uh, at the Shweezy everywhere, uh, everywhere you get social media, Instagram, uh, maybe joining threads soon, maybe, maybe coming with, I was going to, big things coming, like your mom, but, uh, so yeah, make sure you follow me there. That way you get announced on uh, when I release music, when I post podcasts. Uh, I would say when I'm going streaming, but I am taking a break from streaming. But you can still, you know, combine it with your Amazon Prime account connected to the Twitch and support me that way. Uh, Patreon page too. We got Cash App. We got PayPal. Uh, all those are great ways to say thank you for being a friend. And uh, yeah, you're those are those are the all stars. You know. Uh, but make sure that you're, if you're listening to the show right now, make sure you're checking out the YouTube page. Uh, subscribe uh, to the channel. Leave a comment on, you know, our highlights, which we do make so you can share with your friends so they don't have to go to a random time mark in a video or audio. Uh, share those with your friends. Leave us comments. I always like to hear what your thoughts are and uh, update you on stuff like that as well. Uh, and if you're on the audio platforms, make sure you leave a review. Give us a 543 to one star rating and be cool, too. Uh, be cool to your school. I do have an announcement, though. Not this isn't this isn't an announcement. Uh, this is continuation from last week's episode. So last week we talked about Colleen Ballinger, aka Miranda Sings. We all we all know her. Gee, she made the cringiest video of 2023. Dot dot dot. So far, it's like the year still. We're just halfway through this shit. Uh, but uh, anyways, though, there was a thing where she published, people were saying she published her song and is copyright striking all the reaction videos, which, you know, is a smart move. And uh, H3 
is the big proponent in that. Now, there has been word that they did take it down, but uh, they did take down all that, you know, they stopped, you know, uh, doing copyright strikes. So I, you know, I tested it last week. We put a big chunk of Toxic Gossip Train for you. Sorry for those who had to listen to that shit. But uh, yeah, I put it up there. And we also did a highlight for it too. Both the full podcast episode and the highlight did not get a copyright strike. Nothing at all. Which I was really surprised we used footage from Pulp Fiction and that did not get flagged, which is also very surprising. So, uh, thing to say, was H3 lying about the copyright strike? I don't know. I'm not going to start rumors until unless I have like fucking facts and receipts and tea for the tea and stuff like that. But I don't know. But like, if you also think about it with H3, you know, I, I like them. I like I, I like H3 and stuff like that. But you know, they do seem like the ty- it is the kind of show that would make up drama uh, to be more interesting. I don't know. I don't want to say too many bad things. I do. I do like Ethan and Neela a lot. But uh, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. So. Maybe they need to fix if they're if they're lying about it, they need to fix it. If not, and I'm just in a weird spot with that, you know, gonna just leave it leave it at that. I've also realized, and I think in realizing this, I've matured a lot. Uh, a lot of times you date someone and then you break up, and a lot of times you wish bad things on your exes. And now I have a couple exes, uh, and here's the problem. When I was dating them, they looked great. Like, they were great looking. Uh, or great looking, you know. In really good shape, looking great, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then we stopped dating, and, you know, time has passed, and now they don't look good anymore. Now I have exes that don't look good anymore. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm you know, also saying this as, uh, as a fat guy myself, or a chubby, chubbier guy myself, uh, you know, usually you would say, like, good, they deserve it. They deserve becoming ugly. But in my mind, I do not want my exes to get fat and ugly. What? I want my exes to maintain their beauty. Everything else bad that happens to them can happen to them. But the only thing I really want them to have is to maintain their beauty. Because when they looked good when I dated, and then we broke up, and now they don't look good anymore, who does that make look worse? Her? Or me. Uh, me, obviously. That's what this show's about. Everything's about me. Uh, so, yeah, it makes me look bad when my exes get fat and ugly, you know? And, you know, I, you know, sometimes we just need a little motivation, you know? Uh, I've been, you know, I've, I've been recently going through, like, a little, uh, the only word I'll say is unmotivational time period in my life. So, you know, I'm not shaming them for that. I'm just saying... My exes, if you're if you're for some reason listening to this podcast, which would be that would be the biggest surprise of my life if one of you are listening to this show. Uh, only thing I'm gonna say is uh, keep yourself looking good, okay? You know, because it makes me look bad, and that's what's really important in life, making me look bad. And uh, I uh, I don't like that. I don't like that look. Let's go full throttle. Go full throttle, and uh, fix things up. So let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking. Well, it's just last week's news right now that we'll be going over now and uh, going into it. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. Okay. From ABC Australia. Now, 
recently I had I did learn that the ABC in America stands for American Broadcasting Company, similar to how BBC and CBC stand for British Broadcasting Company, not Big Black Cox, as some of you may be thinking, or C CBC or Canadian Broadcasting Company. I think this ABC, the A stands for Australia. Australia, mate. Uh, so let's, you know, let's go into it. So this is from the Australian ABC, not the United States ABC. Robot Conductor makes debut in South Korea. A 1.8 meter robot conductor, Ever 6, made its debut performance in a sold-out concert at the National Theater of Korea in Seoul on Friday, June 30th. The on-stage live experiment was a collaboration between the National Orchestra of Korea and Korea Institute of Industrial Technology. The robot took the stage as a conductor leading the concert aptly named Absence. <laughs> it's like the name of her dad is just absence. It was a performance which tested the roles and relationship between art and science when a conductor is absent. The experiment explored the question, in a world where artificial intelligence is slowly spreading in daily life, can machines have a place in music? Leading researcher Lee Dong-wook said, we got involved in this project to see how far robots can go in more creative fields like the arts and what the challenges are. Ever6 is part of a series of female androids the Korea Institute of Industrial Technology has been developing since 2003, a combination of the Biblical Eve and R for Robot, Ever, oh, so that's what he said, 6 uses motion capture technology and sensor attachments to learn a conductor baton trajectory. The 1.8 meter tall robot is modeled after the human body, complete with a neck and arms that can move quickly, mimicking the speed and movement of a human conductor. However, Unlike a real conductor, it currently has no capacity to listen or communicate with facial expressions. During the high-profile concert, Eve R. <coughs> 6 uh, led the National Orchestra of Korea alongside a human conductor, Cho Su-yul, uh, who is the artistic director of Busan, Busan, Busan Philharmonic Orchestra. Uh, movements by a conductor are very detailed, Choi said. The robot was... <clears throat> able to present such detailed moves much better than I had imagined. The most challenging area for robots is real-time sympathy and communication, Joyce said. According to the orchestra, art has long been a uniquely human domain, especially in the field of music and conducting, as humans and robots can learn to coexist. Absence brings hope of a world of collaboration and efficiency where technology can help us carry out tasks that would have been impossible or taken a long time for humans alone. But Ever 6, which doesn't yet have gener generative artificial intelligence and data learning incorporated in its programming, might still have some practicing to do. Kimbo Dilsame, a flautist, who played in the Orchestra Observed, we were busy keeping up with the robot's commands because it did not consider the players breathing. It was also disappointing that we could not communicate with the conductor because the robot does not have communication abilities such as eye contact during the performance, she said in a recent interview with the Korea Times. Researcher Lee Dong-wook uh, admitted that humans would always have the advantage over robots in creative industries as we are born with emotions and rapport, uh, but he still thinks there's a place for robots in the music world since robots do not have the emotions that humans are born with, they are more likely to be used as supplementary tools for conductors and, or composers rather than directly playing the roles in creative fields such as conducting and composing, uh, he said. So I'm super interested. <clears throat> I've been like really, I've recently just gotten a lot more into AI and, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been 
very vocal in saying that I do not think uh, AI is going to replace musicians. Uh, one, I don't know, like, it still takes a human to need to put in the commands to even, like, make a song, you know? With AI, that's one thing. Uh, the big thing is, I think us as humans, we're so obsessed with celebrity, like, the celebrity of it all. Like, I, I, like you feel like every band you like, the front man or someone in the band is just, like, an interesting person or someone who interests, like, a multiple individuals all at once. So, with that, it's very clear that, I don't know... Unless they make a robot who can do that, you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I don't really want to follow a fucking robot, you know? I like how, uh, I like how this, they're, they're only making women robots, too. <laughs> we all fucking, we all fucking have, we all know the reason why they're starting out. First, we're going to make lady robots, and then, and then we'll switch to, we'll switch to the man, we'll make men robots, maybe. What if we make robots that can, like, procreate, dude? Like... Oh, I guess they technically could robot building another robot. Like, it's just, it's just, if it's, like, building, I was thinking, like, what if a robot could get pregnant and then give birth to, like, a robot baby? Dude, that would be so, that'd be so fucking weird. But I'm kind of interested at all of this. At the same time, I'm also kind of interested at the, uh, at the same time. Uh, so, yeah, but honestly, though, I've looked at some AIs, uh, I'm thinking about like the music industry, especially recording is where I work. Uh, broadcast, I don't know. I think the only thing broadcast-wise that could really happen is that like if I die, like an AI could make uh, new episodes of Cancel Sweezy. And I mean, honestly, even if it's like someone typing in the whole script that I say for an entire episode, it still works. Or an AI could generate after listening to. Uh, over a hundred episodes of Cancer Shweezy, like how would I go about this? Examine current events, look at questions, you know. I uh, could, could do that too. But uh like mastering engineers, so if you're into music and you if you're a mastering engineer, your job's gonna go, hey dude, AIs that's the one thing I think in recording that AIs can do way better than uh than a human being is just mastering. Because a lot of mastering is just final touches and stuff like that, and, like, an AI could examine the song and, you know, examines, you know, audio frequencies from other top songs and can supplement where in the song, you know, it needs to be fixed and up, you know, EQ curves and limiting where it needs to be at a certain volume and stuff like that, so that's insane. Photography, photography and art, you know, like, painting and that that kind of art, that's really, that's, it's really bad there. That could easily replace a human being but at the same time though don't you like knowing like you're like oh an ai made this you're like oh you're like oh i mean like that's interesting but then you're like yeah i drew this you know and it's like holy shit you know it's different because i guess we i guess we feel like ais are a lot smarter and i don't know just the way it's able to access information uh is a lot different than humans so you know when a human can do it it's like whoa but when like a robot you know you're like oh, well you know probably can already do that you know that's interesting but of all the things in like a band that could be replaced i guess this is more of an orchestra but uh in or orchestra or wind ensemble the conductor huh you know and i've made jokes in the past like why don't we all just you know play to a click track and all get in years but like you have like 80 people like that's not gonna work <laughs> so 
you can't do that. So, like, the connector's not, and, like, you know, I was thinking here, I'm like, hmm, like, well, you, and sometimes it's kind of like, I don't know, sometimes I think in bands that have conductors, jazz groups, like, you could get away without having a conductor, like, 100%. You have a good drummer, you just have to have a band leader that counts shit off, you know, or it'd be, like, the drummer to count it off or something like that, you know? So, yeah, interesting stuff like that. Um, orchestras and wind ensembles like that, you definitely need uh, a real human conductor. It's just, you know, because, like, it's not going to take hard to get a robot to, you know, uh, conduct in 4-4, but, like, when you have, like, small intricacies in arrangements of music, it's it's just, I don't know, I don't think... Uh, because it would have to be programmed, and someone who's, you know, currently, you know, I'm composing and arranging and finale, which, fuck that program, dude. I will literally drop my phone on my desk, and the program crashes. Fuck finale. Uh, make music, figure that shit out. It's not my computer from 2012. That's not the problem. <laughs> For my 2012 MacBook uh, running 2014 finale, uh... I don't know, is, what even is the current finale? I'll look it up after this shit. No one wants to fucking listen, listen to me fucking Google search shit. But anyways, though, what's everyone's thoughts on AI? Um, I think, I think realistically, what we're going to expect, we're going to have a huge boom in it. We're going to talk about, like, what's ethical and not ethical with AIs. You know, I think that conversation, and definitely going a long way, especially with the uh, writer, the writer strike in uh, Hollywood and the Actors Guild on strike too. So I think AIs are going to become more assistant-type things, you know? Because, okay, so I have to, you know, I'm just thinking about, like, oh, there's a sheet music, and I just need to, like, what I'd have to do initially would just be, like, uh, manually insert all the notes and put all the dynamics and expressions in, especially with sheet music. Well, with AI, like, if I have a piece of music that I'm going to make a whole arrangement out of, I can take a picture of it and expect AI to just pop it up on, like, the computer screen. Uh, it's similar to, like, if you have an iPhone and, like, you have a photo, you can copy the text. Like, it's... Everything is coming similar, similar to that, so... Uh, very interesting. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Cool cool talk about AI, guys. Alright, this one... We're gonna get into it. This is our main... Ep- I like to think of this as, like, the main article of the week. From WTRF... Uh, religious leader says Barbie movie has demonic influences and children who see the movie will behave differently. A religious leader is telling the public to not see the newest Barbie movie because it has demonic influences and any child who sees it will behave differently. Ivan Tuttle is the founder of Ivan Tuttle Ministries International located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Of course it's fucking Murfreesboro, goddamn. It's... It's a suburb outside, and I feel like it's a suburb outside of Nashville. I, I want to say that. Tuttle look took to Facebook to warn the public of the new Barbie movie. It is full of demonic influences, and do not be surprised if your child suddenly starts to behave differently. The Lord showed me the millions of demons that will be released on your children. Don't take this lightly. They are coming for your children. Uh, the Facebook post reads, a lot of people in Tuttle responded to those who have criticized him. Those that are sharing this post, making fun of it, God loves you too. God sees who you are, and he is there to help you. Just cry out to him. He will help you. God bless. According to this, his biography, Tuttle died once and was dead for about three hours, and during those three hours, he experienced hell and heaven and came back to life. Tuttle wrote a book about his experience called A Journey to Hell, Heaven, and Back. Oh, so he's one of those who wrote one of those kind of 
books. I remember back in back in my Christian days, uh, there were multiple books like 30 Minutes in Hell or 30 Minutes in Heaven, and people talked about their experience. Like they were pronounced dead for a little bit, and they were like, I was in heaven, it was so cool. And then I came back to Earth, and people were like, oh, I'm just depressed. And I don't And it's weird to talk about that. I, but, but though, I, you know, I, especially if you're reading religious texts, they, they, the, the Bible doesn't, you know, there's no real mention of hell. Hell's like a Christian thing. Like Jews, Jews don't believe in hell and the, the Christians, I, I, let's just be real. I'll try not to say Chris, I'll say evangelicals because those are the real problem. Uh, evangelicals will typically, uh, you know, they're the ones who really brought up hell, you know, fire and brimstone. It was like a scare tactic get people to follow God or a scare tactic to get people to go to church and give them money. You know, let's, let's be honest. That's what it's about. Uh, so see, I never know. Cause though, yeah, when there are people like, I spent 30 minutes in hell, I'm like, yeah, just even if I still was, you know, one of them God people, I, I, I wouldn't believe it. I don't believe in hell. I just, I don't think there's enough proof. And I think it's just a scare tactic. So, uh, I, that, that's how I believe this guy is fucking lying. Because uh, hell doesn't exist. So, so this guy is full of shit. Do I have a... I want to play. What do I have? I was told. I was told he was, a, he, was, he was a piece of shit. But then we get to the demonic influences in uh, the Barbie movie. I think the meme that I used, like, you know, while I was reading. If you're watching, it's... Basically, a demon speaking to someone is like, skip church and go see the Barbie movie instead. <laughs> That's great. Now, as I'm recording this, I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet, but I, I'll at some point see it, you know? I don't know. I might just be one of those, wait till it. The only movies I really see in theaters anymore are the Marvel movies, you know, or maybe some DC stuff, too. It's, it's hard to get me to theaters, uh, or to, to want to go to a theater. I'm like, uh, even worst case scenario, it's like... I'll just watch someone's fucking iPhone recording of it in the theater. Uh, millions of demons, but like he's like, the Lord showed me the millions of demons. That's just so weird how like people would just believe that like that shit exists. Like, oh, what did we talk about? Well, demons or whatever. And I guess, you know, I guess maybe it was like Jesus freed people from demons, which... Even then, like, do you, maybe mental health problems? Wasn't mental health problems for a while just demons, you know? You're like, this guy has lost his mind. Uh, because this guy's wife died, and he just lost his mind. He must have a demon inside of him. What? Uh, I remember when we went from demons, he'd be like, ah, looks like you got, oh yeah, they would be like, it looks like you got demons in your body. Here, smoke some cocaine and drink a bottle of whiskey. Or snort some cocaine and drink a bottle of whiskey. You'll feel better in the morning. And yeah. The greatest mental health uh, benefit is just doing drugs and self-care. Self-care is just doing drugs. We're back. Self-care is just drinking and doing drugs, folks. That's what it is. That's what we're keeping it as. And uh, so, yeah. So if you think I'm here to warn everyone, uh, your voice of reason here, uh, Daddy Shweezy, uh, your voice of reason here to say uh, demons are not coming for your children because demons don't exist. And because demons don't exist, that means your children can see the Barbie movie and uh, not be influenced by Satan. I'm just going to say, 
I'm just going to say that because also Satan doesn't exist either. So if you didn't know that, uh, dude, and if you think he does exist, prove it. Okay, prove it, you know. I've been to church, I went to church for like 24 years. Prove it. Prove Satan exists. Prove it. Uh, but the Barbie movie, it is PG-13. So I will say this. If, you, if your kids aren't 13, maybe don't take them to it, you know. So like it's probably if it's rated PG thirteen, uh, a bunch of people at a studio were like, you know what? I don't think kids should see this. I think this is more like you know like a teenager to adult thing. So we're gonna let it be them. So uh, be gone, thought. That's, that's what you say to the demons. Be gone, thought. All right, last article we got here today for the news is from American songwriter Jake Owen and Jason Isbell exchange words on Twitter over Jason Aldean's Try That in Small Town and songwriting. Jake Owen and Jason Isbell have been engaging in an ongoing online feud over Jason Aldean's controversial video for Try That in a Small Town. Aldean came under fire after releasing the video for Try That in a Small Town. Earlier this week, CMT pulled Aldean's video for allegedly advocating violence. The war of words started with an Isbell tweet about the controversy regarding Aldean and the fact that he didn't even write the song. Dare Aldean to write his next single himself. That's what we try in my small town, Isbell wrote. Okay, here you go at Jason Aldean, I'm challenging you to write your own a song yourself, all alone. If you're a recording artist, make some art. The King of Oklahoma singer typed in a follow-up tweet. Uh, Owen responded to Isabel's tweet, giving criticism on the thoughts regarding Aldean's recent song and video. Jason, you're always the first to get behind your keyboard and spout off with this stupid shit. But shit's censored. In my small town, you just walk up to the guy and be a man to his face if you want to the smoke. Not tweet it at him, tough guy. Owen wrote, a few hours later, Isabel clapped back. What really gets me about this is that it's saying, uh, if you don't believe you can physically overpower me, you aren't allowed to publicly disagree with me. What does that say to the people in your life who aren't big, strong boys? They just have to shut up, Isabel wrote. Isabel then shared a screenshot of a suspended Twitter account he believed to be Jason Aldean's. I tried to tag him, but it looks like his account has been suspended. Y'all are the tough guys. I'm just a songwriter, wrote Isabel. Uh, as it turns out, Isabel shared a photo of an account that did not actually belong to Aldine. The If I Didn't Love You singer's reveal, real Twitter account is still activated. Owen added, I spent my entire career trying to promote positivity on my shows. Off the stage, wherever I am, I don't like division or hate. That's why I responded to this previous tweet. Being crass, I replied because I was offended by Jason Isbell's insinuation that if you don't write your own songs, you're less than or not a real artist. He went on to say, I've had a record deal for almost 20 years. I feel deep down that I am a good writer. I've written a lot of songs and recorded many of them. I'm just a fan of songs. I don't need to write everything in order to prove to myself or anyone that I'm a real artist. If it wasn't for incredible songwriters, I know for a fact I wouldn't have had the career I have had. I'm forever grateful for the many songwriters that have thought I was worthy enough to record their song, their idea. I bet George Jones was grateful for Bobby Braddock and Curly Putman for a song called He Stopped Loving Her Today. 
Owen concluded, I bet Jason Isbell is grateful at Morgan Wallen recorded his song, Cover Me Up. I am a Jason Isbell music fan. Always have been. I understand his takes on things can be polarizing. I chime in when I feel like there's a low blow being thrown. The Write Your Own Songs dagger cuts me deep because I think that is the wrong way to encourage artists to try artists trying to make it. And quite frankly, Jason Isbell has a large voice. He is respected. I know I've made a great living and have been fortunate enough to support my family, not because I am better than anyone. I'm lucky, and I've just tried to record the best songs that I love. I think most artists do that. I came in hot on the conversation because I'm passionate about it. I listen to Jason Isbell and Jason Aldean in respect retrospective. I should have clarified from the jump, but my human emotions got in the way. I'm sure some won't see my point, but this is my attempt at clarity. Several prominent figures in the music industry publicly shared their disdain for the song in video, including Sheryl Crow, Jason Aldean, I'm from a small town. Even people in small towns are sick of violence. There's nothing small town or American about promoting violence. You should... You should know that better than anyone having survived a mass shooting. This is not American or small town like it's just lame, Crow tweeted. So, yeah, I guess everyone wants to know my opinion. My mom asked me my opinion on the Jason Aldean song. Like, first of all, look, I think this this song this, this article also proves he didn't write the song. Uh, I don't know how many of his songs he actually writes, uh, but yeah, he didn't write the song. So I and I and I know what happened in the room where the song was written. I don't know how many fucking people probably wrote this song, but it's more than three. Uh, let's do, let's just, I'll Google this here. You know, try that in a small town. Let's look at the artist. I hate that. I looked it up. Cause I'm part of, now I'm part of the problem. All right. Um, how many, how many writers were on this song? Where's the Wikipedia page for this? All right, Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Okay, so I'll have to type Wikipedia into the Google search. Okay, Wikipedia. All right, try that in a small town. All right, so we have Kelly Lovelace, Neil Thrasher, Tully Kennedy, and Kurt Allison. So that's one, two, three, four writers and a different producer as well the producer doesn't get writing credit so it means they were not in the room when the song was written so that's interesting so it took five people okay so so before like jason and it, the band and everything it took five people to even get this song made so uh and, and that's the question i think jason isbell has where the integrity of a songwriter does and i don't know i don't i don't listen to jason aldean why don't i listen to jason aldean uh because i don't like it when my ears bleed so that's my problem uh this song came out in may how is it just now i guess the music video must have came out this song came out in may no one talked about it <laughs> okay that's insane that is insane uh that it, it came out two months ago almost, and then now we're, now is where we have the problem. Um, yeah, I don't think, you know, Jason Isbell is a songwriter, I also want to say about the Morgan Wallen, uh, is that, um, when you write a song, you're like, yeah, anyone can cover it. I don't give a shit, and I think, uh, when Morgan Wallen put this on, because Jason Isbell is great in his own right, I don't think he has no, I know where he lives, actually, uh, a friend told me w while he was working for Amazon Delivering, 
they went to his house and it was like his wife's name. Uh, it was like Jason Isbell on the package and then he met his wife, stuff like that. Apparently they're, they're very nice people I've heard. Uh, and I know where they live. I'm not going to tell you. So these are both Nashville artists too. That's, that's the thing, like two, two worlds, like and they're almost different worlds. So I don't know. I, for me and my integrity as a songwriter, like, I don't think, I think it's okay to have co-writes and you sometimes you perform someone else's song, but I don't know. I feel like at the same time, like, you know, when I say there's four songwriters on a song, like, and unless someone's recording the whole session of like people's thoughts and shit like that, we don't know who came up with more lyrics and like, we could say like Kelly Lovelace actually wrote the song, but Neil Thrasher, Tully Kennedy and Kurt Allison were in the room while it happened. So, uh, you know, so like, I don't know. It's like, I want people to write their own songs, but it's okay to have a little help too. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think, and then I think the real problems, like try that in a small town. Like that's just, first of all, promoting violence and the, the fact that it's like, if a man can't physically over, if you can't physically overpower a man, don't say shit to him. Like we should be past violence at this point. Like we shouldn't be, of violent, you know, violent, we should be past violence, like, if you're, if you're last strike, try it again, and I'll fucking, I'll go for you, I like to, and I know I'm not good about, like, don't say shit unless you're worried about getting to a fight, I'm like, now look, I will say shit, and I'll even threaten people, <laughs> but I don't want to get into an actual fight, uh, I know this is fucking, yeah, this is a whole crazy, and, uh, you know, I'm actually from a small, I'm actually from a small town, I grew up in a town, of a thousand people, probably less. And I gotta say, where, uh, where, you know, where, you know, it's, it's a lot more Republican and stuff like that there, but, like, if someone's gay, they're not gonna, most, unless you're just a violent person in general, then it's not gonna be a problem. People, people will be fine with you for the most part. They may not, like, agree with it, but they're not gonna fucking, like, murder you for it. Only, like, the only time, like, like, in a small town, someone gets murdered, it's just, like, they're already violent people anyways, like, they're just naturally violent and stuff like that, so, as someone from a small town, and I don't think Jason Aldean's from a small town, I can say, uh, I, I know what to try, not try in a small town, uh, it is convenient I am white, though, like, that, that is very convenient for small towns, but, I don't know, small towns are very community-based and very helpful with one another, and, people want a good town, and, like, not, the thing about small towns is why people like it there, is there's not that much crime and hate and violence and stuff like that, so, you know, it, it's really not answering, it's really, it's really trying to make an anthem for, like, country guys, you know, violent country guys, it's kind of just their anthem, not necessarily an anthem for people who live in a small town. I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I should write a, my own, my own comeback to this, you know. A little comeback. That'd be fun. FNX Fitness, the ultimate destination for fitness enthusiasts looking to reach their peak performance and achieve their health goals. Are you tired of the same old fitness routines that leave you feeling uninspired and unmotivated? Look no further than FNX Fitness, where they bring a fresh and innovative approach to your fitness journey. At FNX Fitness, they believe that true fitness goes beyond just physical strength. It's about nourishing your body and mind and soul to unlock your full potential. That's why they offer a wide range of high-quality supplements and products designed to support your active lifestyle. Fuel your workouts and enhance your recovery with the scientifically formulated supplements. From pre-workout energizers to post-workout recovery blends, 
FNX Fitness has you covered every step of the way. Their products are carefully crafted using premium ingredients, ensuring you get the nutrients you need to perform at your best. But don't take, but FNX Fitness is more than just supplements. It's a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for fitness and well-being. Join their supportive community and gain access to expert advice, workout tips, and motivational content that will keep you inspired and on track towards your goals. They understand that fitness is a personal journey, which is why they offer a wide range of products to cater to your individual needs. Whether you're a seasoned athlete looking to take your performance to the next level or a beginner taking your first steps towards a healthier life, lifestyle, FNX Fitness has the tools and resources to support you every step of the way. But don't just take my word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already experienced the FNX Fitness difference. Transform your fitness routine and unlock your potent full potential with FNX Fitness. And using our code in the description, you can save 15% off your order from their website. Ready to take your fitness to the next level? Uh, visit their website on your Nihilist or your Nihilist retailer today and discover the power of FNX Fitness. Elevate your performance, fuel your passion, and become the best version of yourself with FNX Fitness. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, and save money with just a few taps on your phone. Are you tired of dealing with the hassle of carrying cash or waiting in long lines at the bank? With Cash App, you can say goodbye to those inconveniences and hello to a seamless financial experience. Sending money to friends and family has never been easier. Whether you're splitting the bill at dinner, paying your share of rent, or simply sending a birthday gift, Cash App lets you transfer money instantly directly from your bank account. No need to worry about writing checks or handling physical cash anymore. Uh, but Cash App doesn't stop there. It's complete financial ecosystem right at your fingertips. Use the app to easily pay for your morning coffee, groceries, or even your monthly subscriptions. With just a simple scan or tap, you can make purchases at millions of locations, both online and offline. And here's the best part. Cash App helped you save money too. With its innovative Boost feature, you can unlock exclusive discounts and cashback rewards at popular retailers, restaurants, and even your favorite services. It's like having your own personal saving assistant always looking out for the best deals. Worried about security? Cash App has you covered. With top-notch encryption and advanced security features, your financial information is always protected. Plus, if you have ever had any questions or concerns, Cash App's dedicated customer support team is available 24-7 to assist you. So why wait? Join millions of satisfied users and experience the convenience, speed, and savings that Cash App brings to your financial life. Download the app today from your app store and start sending spending and saving money like never before. Luckily, the best part is if you sign up using the link in the description, you get a free $5 just for signing up. That's literally just free money. Uh, so join Cash App today. The future of money is here. And when you use our links, you directly support this show. Can anybody tell me what can I do with these ladybugs? All right, so uh, I watched the show, and I got to say, of a lot of things that interest me from Investigation Discovery, this one may possibly be, well, um, this may possibly be one of my favorite uh, shows. This might be one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, probably not that big of a fan. Sounds like I'm a big fan. It's not my favorite show of all time. Why did I even say that? That's not, that's not true. Uh, it's a show called I Almost Got Away With It. Uh, basically, to, to summarize the show, basically what happens is an individual or individuals got away, you know, got, uh, 
a lot of times they murdered someone. A majority of it's like they killed someone, just like one person, and or they're doing crimes or anything there. So they either avoid getting caught altogether, or which I think are the more interesting ones is like people will legitimately escape prison like and get out like and like there's a lot of seasons of i almost got away with it there's a lot of seasons i mean i know it's hard and difficult to escape from prison like it has to be difficult but is it more possible than i thought it would be you know i mean these guys talk about, like, they planned, like, a month in advance, you know? Like, they weren't, like, you know, you do have to plan it out. Like, you just can't be like, I'm going to run for it, see what happens. You know, you got to, like, they plan for it, invest, you know, do all their do all their stuff uh, to, to figure it out. And uh, super interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting stuff. Uh, just a reminder, if you're ever dealing with law enforcement, I don't care if you're guilty. I don't care if you're innocent lawyer the fuck up and shut the fuck up. That is the best, like the best advice ever given about police officers because police officers jobs is because we live in a capitalistic society, uh, is that they just need to catch someone and put them in jail. Like if a crime happens, they just need someone they just need to arrest someone and put them on trial. It doesn't matter if they're guilty or innocent. That's all they're trying to do because it makes it look like they're they have the situation taken care of, and uh, and that's why the police will ask you questions, but you don't have to answer their questions because this is the uh, do I have which one is it? Is it this one? This is America, you dumb son of a bitch. Okay, uh, you don't have to. You have the right or my. The right to remain silent. I'd be all horrible. Well, you have the right to remove uh, You have the right. You know. You have the right to remain silent, and uh, you are given a lawyer. You can get a lawyer. So, just I. You know. Uh, and I tell this to like my mom, who's probably not ever getting in legal, real legal trouble. You know. Like you know, she's not getting in real legal trouble. I just I'm like I don't care if you're you're probably innocent, and a lot of times people probably are innocent. You know. And, yeah, you gotta, you know, they're, the cops are going to use anything you say against you. And they will, you know, they will make up shit as well. So, because uh, cops aren't good people. And, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of the, the worst trait about me is probably that watching the show, I never root. I never root for the law enforcement. And, you know, in movies I'll root for them, you know, because it's fictional. And real cops don't save people. Uh, but in movies, they do. So I can, you can support them in the movies. But, like, I just... And these guys these guys are all fucking squares and narcs and shit like that. I'm like, of course I'm not going to root for them. But then, like, you just meet this guy. You're like, yeah, I killed my wife. And you're like, I'm rooting for you to stay out of prison, buddy. <laughs> like, that's... Uh, do I have... Where is it? is it? This is the type of guy you get. That's me. That's me. Uh, so, very interesting. Uh, so just shut the fuck up. Also, the, my favorite part of this show is that, th- so they have the actual ex-fugitive on the show giving you account. Uh, sometimes they're uh, they're lying about what actually happened, but when it comes to you know being on the run on the lamb, they're just like, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Here's what happened. People people will be you know. 
will be fugitives for like 15 plus years and stuff like that. It's insane how long they work. And, you know, a lot of this is before the internet was a big thing. But, man, the 70s, what a time to be alive. You just fucking murder someone and you have a good chance of getting away with it. Like, that's why people are racking in double digits. It's because getting away with it cops are just arresting people for no reason. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah. And, uh, also with the show, uh, we're talking about the reenactment. So they do the reenactment, they have to tell the story, and then they do the reenactment. And the best part about the reenactment is, uh, the actors look nothing like the real people. Nothing at all. Uh, I usually stick, I usually skip episodes with people of color being the fugitive. I don't know, it just feels wrong. Something feels wrong about it uh, because I don't know the whole you know the whole history with the police and black people. Like I don't know something just sits doesn't sit right in my body. I don't know when it's white people. I can I don't know. I feel it's okay. I'm like that fucking white guy deserved it, you know. But I don't want to be like that black guy deserved. I'm like that. Ugh. I don't want to feel that way. I'm like you know, because um, I but I did watch one episode of a black guy and. And I'm going to tell you, this guy, at least when he was younger, when he was older, he didn't look so tough. When he was younger, uh, if you typed in black thug into, uh, like, an AI art generator, this guy's picture would come up. Like, you just type in black thug, this dude. And, like, yeah, he had, he did a lot of crimes, too, so we can make fun of him. Anyways, though, uh, like, he escaped to, uh, he went to, like, Mexico and then all the Southern America, all those Spanish-speaking countries south of of uh of america you know be gone fuck that's not it cool stuff slick stuff neat stuff this is america you dumb son of a bitch okay so like yeah uh what black actor do you think would have hired him i'm gonna tell you they didn't hire a black actor this guy I, i kid you not he he may have been half black but he looked super puerto rican super mexican like you have a hard time guessing that guy's race, but it's 100% not black. Like, you know, maybe a little black, but, like, he's not 100% black. Like, you know, like, he looks, he looks Puerto Rican. I really think he looked Puerto Rican. I'm like, they got a Puerto Rican guy to play a black guy in a reenactment. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, he didn't do a good job. He did a great job, you know, obviously, the the, the Puerto Rican reen, reenactment actor, but... But they have, like, the perfect black guys to play the part playing the cop. It's, like, a ton of black cops, too, on, on the reenactment, too. I'm like, this seems wrong. This seems weird. Uh, it's stuff like that. Uh, and a lot of them are from There's a lot of people from Florida on this show. And, like, I get you're not scared. And the best part about the Florida people is that when most people commit crimes, you know, on the show, they either flee the country or go, like, the complete opposite way in the United States of, you know, the state they're from. People, the people in Florida, they just, for the most part, just stay in Florida. They're like, I don't know anywhere else in the world. One guy was like a cocaine addict at the time. He's like, Miami, you know, Miami's the, no, it was Tampa. It was like, it's the cocaine capital of the world. Why would I want to live anywhere else? Like, why would you mean, I I, I agree. Why would you want to live anywhere else? I agree with the want, but like, but if you don't want to go to prison, you need to live somewhere else, dude. (laughs) It's insane. But then, like, there's the ethical question of, uh, of it all. What? The ethical question is, like, a lot of these guys, they may have killed one person, okay? Like, one person. 
Then they, so say they're from like Washington. They, you know, they basically start a whole new life in, uh, was it North Carolina? They start like a whole brand new, new ass life in North Carolina. And then they never commit a crime ever again in their life. Should, you know, isn't that the reform we wanted all along? I mean, obviously we, you know, justice needs to happen, but like, that's kind of the reform that we're talking about, you know? Like, isn't the whole point of prison reform, but like if a guy escapes prison and then never commits a crime again, like, shouldn't we just let him be? It looks, apparently he's he's fixed, so... Obviously, if they're not committing, a lot of guys they will they'll continue to commit crimes after you know after they leave, and that's how they got cut. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. But I feel like if they don't commit a crime, you know, and they just.